Hello, and again, welcome to Bit Depth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is Adam Marquez. Crap, I've been thinking your name in the wrong pronunciation forever. Quez. Yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> well, this is this is why it helps to say things out loud and, and clear that up. <laughs> uh, what do you do? I'm a musician and a teacher, mostly. Of what? <laughs> Music. <laughs> but like, you play guitar. <laughs> yes, primarily guitar. Uh, primarily guitar. Primarily. What all do you play? Primarily guitar and then also bass. Okay. <laughs> Just no drums, voice, whatever. Nope. <laughs> not even. I barely claim bass, like skill wise. I'm not yeah. gonna even attempt those. <laughs> um. So, the usual foundational questions um how did you get started playing music when did you get started playing music mm. i think the very first well i know for a fact the very first time i played music was piano lessons i think i was like seven or something nice which <laughs> yeah it didn't go super when did well you stop <laughs> yeah probably six months after that right <laughs> so I ride my bike over to her house and nice and Learned the notes and had a little book of flashcards with like, this is a whole note. This yeah, is, yeah. This is a C. Like, mm-hmm. But from there, pretty much stopped and I didn't really pick it back up. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. that actually help? Uh, not really, no. <laughs> I kind of dro- forgot most of that. Right, right. But, Do you even still <laughs> use notation or sheet music? Yeah. At all? Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that helped a lot whenever I was at ACM. Yeah. You'd have yeah. to do songs that are like, Horn parts. You can just pull yeah, up horn charts yeah. and just okay, steal yeah, yeah. those. Oh, but then you have to transpose and crap. But yeah, <laughs> it's a guitar. You just move your hand left or right. That's true. That's true. When did you start guitar? <laughs> guitar. Um, I think I got my guitar, my first guitar, when I was nine. Something like that, and started messing around with it. It was my dad's old guitar from I think like the eighties or seventies. Yeah, a Sears guitar. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I wasn't bad. Sears, Sears and <laughs> Roebuck. Um, yeah, and I remember I had an older cousin that played, and mm-hmm. of course, whenever you're that little and you've got an older cousin with long hair and rocks yeah. the guitar, he's the coolest, coolest person. person in the world. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so I was super into it from then, but I didn't really practice much, and I mm. bugged my dad like, "I want a guitar. Give me a guitar." And then <laughs> one day he was out of town for work, and he came back and he brought me this big Esteban acoustic guitar he got from a pawn shop. Nice. And from then I got a couple books and started working yeah. on it. What even is Esteban? Oh, I looked it up. He's <laughs> He was one of those like infomercial guys. Oh, okay. And he had like his own line of guitars. Yeah. <laughs> which is still a decent guitar. Do you still have it? Yeah, it's at my parents' house. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was one of the first things that you learned how to play? Hmm. Apart from all of like the hot yeah, cross buns yeah, and yeah. that kind of thing, the first Small real song and all that mess. Oh, of course. <laughs> the first one I ever learned was La Bamba by Richie Valens. Nice. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. And mm. that really wanted that made me want to play guitar, too. Cool. <laughs> it was that like because there's songs that you learn because you're learning. But then there's also songs that you learn because you want to learn mm-hmm. them. Was that like the first one that you wanted to learn? Yes. <laughs> I remember sitting there, just none of the chords would ring out. Just ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> finally getting it. Mm. So are you more of a rhythm guitarist or lead guitarist? Uh, and is there even a need for that distinction? I don't know. When I think rhythm and lead guitarist, I think 80s music, and mm. like Avenged Sevenfold and stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty comfortable with either. It's hard to say that. Right, right. It's <laughs> like, oh, you know, neither one. Yeah, well, I don't know. I enjoy playing lead stuff, but rhythm stuff is more important. That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> lead stuff is fun. Rhythm stuff is what matters. Yeah. Um, what's What's been the hardest or your biggest hurdle as you've been learning guitar? Biggest hurdle? Probably ear training. Hmm. Whenever I first started at hmm. ACM. Yeah. Just because... I was self-taught, never really had any of the right. ear training things, and it just wasn't up to snuff. Mm. So then I had to all the apps and all the stuff, yeah, and yeah, all the games, and <laughs> just work on it from there. Learn, like, okay, I'm only gonna learn this song by ear. Like, I'm not even gonna look at anyone yeah, else yeah. play it. I'm not gonna, because. So how did you learn before? Just tabs and like. No, I was never really a big tab. <coughs> Excuse me, <laughs> big tab guy. Mm. Just because. I don't know. It just never really was. Yeah. So I would just, a lot of it was just like copying. Like I would just watch someone play oh. it and then kind of like use context clues from like about where their hands were and kind of yeah. piece it together that way. That's actually kind of better than tabs. <laughs> I don't know. Tabs just took me too long. Right. Well, no, it's because like there's so much room for error whenever you're, oh, yeah. especially because you're looking at, you know, some hobbyist dude on the internet 13 year old me could have made this tab yeah this is what the most correct version of smoke on the water is (laughs) (laughs) of course uh (laughs) um but then what's been something that you've achieved in guitar that you know past you was like ah i'll never achieve that (laughs) Um, I really don't know. <laughs> Are you talking about like just one big thing I thought I would never be able to do? Right. Yeah. Um, shred, man. <laughs> no, uh, I don't have an answer for that off the top of my head. No, like, I think like you joke saying shred, but like. Yeah, shredding is is Play, a thing. That, playing fast, yeah, yeah, getting, <laughs> getting all your shapes down to where you can move mm-hmm. across the neck. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not even at that point yet, so it's like <laughs> I don't know. I never. It was always kind of like I think it's called like Dunning Kruger or something. Mm-hmm. That thing where you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So I never really had that goal like so far ahead because I never really knew where I was at. Sure. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. And then just progressively getting better. And then you just, mm. I don't know. There, there never really was the carrot hanging from the stick in front of me. Sure. It's just. Like, this is more. fun. I want to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, since you teach a lot of students, uh, what's a common thing that you find yourself telling students? Are you talking about like technique wise, yeah, yeah. like concept wise? Mm-hmm. Well, let's do technique and then concept. <laughs> um, technique wise, 
everyone always has issues with bar chords because mm. bar chords are hard. <laughs> I don't know. Is there even like a fix to that other than just keep doing it? Eventually your hand will be strong enough. <laughs> what I always tell them is pretend you're pushing really hard with your thumb. Don't even think about your fingers. Mm. Like once you get them right there, because it's so much harder to, or so much easier to push with your thumb. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but that comes up quite a bit. Yeah. And then concept wise, like how do you explain the feeling of a thing? <laughs> a lot of bad analogies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it depends on the concept. A lot of things are always slow down. Just mm. try it slow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then like just more general concepts like, yeah, maybe don't start your solo with all of your notes at once. Like, yeah, start out, leave some space, like then build it up, make it exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were you listening to as you were growing up and being a, a young shredding man? <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember being in like fourth grade and a friend showed me Slipknot and I was like, that's it. Right? <laughs> I, I've found music. This is it. <laughs> but no, even actually, let's go way back. Even before that, mm. I still remember my very first CD. What was it? Well, it was in syncs, no strings attached. Great. <laughs> I can't remember if my sister gave it to me or if I stole it. I don't even remember. But I remember just sitting in front of the CD player and just listening to it over and over and over again. I still know those songs. Yeah. No, it but, never leaves you. <laughs> yeah. And then my parents had like, uh, they had a Beach Boys Greatest Hits. Nice. And Carpenters and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> I but. recently was listening to some Beach Boys and they sound really unmotivated in the recordings. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's just like those specific ones that I listen yeah. to, but it's like they do not sound that excited to be doing this. Man. But it was those, probably just long days in the studio or probably. something. Probably. <laughs> those Beach Boys always phoning it in. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure no, they no, are I get great what, ones. Yeah, yeah. But just I could hear kind of the the weakness in the <laughs> Like that was the last session of the day. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, and then what since, what has since made you rethink, oh, this is what music should be? What, what has, what have you been listening to lately that has made you restructure how you think of music well, outside of the world of Slipknot and, and Sync? <laughs> Oh man. Um one thing I that I've kind of noticed is a lot of the music there's less genres. It's just kind of blurring. Like everything yeah. blurs together, yeah. which I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but stuff that I was listening to recently, was that the question? Yeah. <laughs> uh recently, I've been listening to Anderson Pack's new album. Mm-hmm. Have you ever listened to him? Yeah. Yeah, his his newest album is great. I'm a big real, fan of it. Real groovy. <laughs> mhm. Can't say that about much music lately, but the word groovy or funky is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have I been listening to? <laughs> I don't know. Oh That's a hard question. I don't have my Spotify playlist to just pull <laughs> up and Um and then who are your guitar heroes? Guitar heroes? Well, the very first one was Sinister Gates, Avenged Sevenfold. Mm. That's what made me want to start learning Shredding. scales. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 
since then, once I got to college, that's when I got into John Mayer. Learned yeah. a bunch of those songs, stole a lot of his riffs. Mm-hmm. Um, more recently, if I was to come up with a top three list, one is probably Mateus Asado, mm-hmm. who he got his start kind of like as an Instagram guitarist, <laughs> but now he plays for Tori Kelly. And he still puts up like YouTube videos of him playing. And if I could play like anyone, it would it would be him. Nice. But <laughs> then my other two is probably Sean Tubbs, who's like a session guy. And he plays with Carrie Underwood. Okay. But he plays a lot of like really outside lines and cool. just crazy fast. <laughs> and then a newer guy I've been getting into is another Nashville guy. His name is Guthrie Trap. Hmm. And he's the same thing. He can just play anything. Yeah. Like effortlessly. I think there's a there's a perception of, you know, gu- guitar gods and it's always shredding and crazy fast and whatever. But you, you just mm-hmm. mentioned to like, you know, I know we just talked about how genres is sort of falling away, but you just mentioned to like Nashville genre mm-hmm. dudes. And yeah. so it's like, oh, they're playing country stuff. Surely they don't huh? shred or whatever. But what what comes out in the music that makes you go, Oh wow, this is really good. Yeah. Like, (laughs) well, that's the question. (laughs) Uh, Well, going back to the Nashville guys, stepping Mateus out of the way for right now, (laughs) uh, Sean Tubbs, he plays really uniquely, but a lot of times you'll hear just like an Eric Johnson, like crazy fast riff. Mm. It just like takes you out of the moment. You're like, Whoa, what was that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and he's, just really tasteful. Like he doesn't overplay when he doesn't. Yeah. But Guthrie Trap is kind of the same way. He's mostly known as a country guy, like chicken picking and that kind of sure. stuff. But <laughs> dude can play some like bluesy music, some soulful like pop stuff. Like mm-hmm. all these players, they're killer shredders, but they're even better melodic players. Yeah. Which <laughs> brings me to Mateus Asado. <laughs> if, if you haven't heard him, you should probably check him out. Sure. Like. <laughs> Does a lot of double stops, a lot of real quick slides. Mm. Just a I lot think of. Maybe you did show me a little bit of something. I can't remember. Sounds familiar though. <laughs> but yeah, super <laughs> melodic, super tasteful. Mm-hmm. But um, can go fast when you need to. <laughs> what what separates guitar to you from other instruments? You know, why are you? Why do you prefer guitar over you know, trumpet or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> Let me think about that for a second. What separates guitar? Well, the only instruments I could really even speak on would probably be just guitar and bass because mm. those are the only ones <laughs> I'll pretend to know how to play. <laughs> but the biggest difference between the two for me is just like a mindset. Mm. Just because like whenever you play bass, you got to be foundation. And it's yeah. a lot more responsibility. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if I'm playing with a band and I'm playing guitar and I <clears throat> and I lose the changes somewhere, I'm like, oh, I'm lost. I can just kind of stop playing for a couple beats. Like, oh, that's where we are. And then come back in. Mm. Can't do that when you're playing bass. The song stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you got to be solid. You got to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can't, you don't, you don't want to think shreddy. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, there is like a, a a philosophy to to the the base. Um, I mean, 
how long have you been playing bass and how does that compare uh technique wise um i picked up bass whenever i think i was like maybe 19 or 20 mm. and did you ever have bass lessons with joe yes yeah i that dude taught me a ton about just music in general yeah yeah but <laughs> yeah like i wanted to i asked him like how do i start gigging like how do i start making money in music mm-hmm. he's like go get a piece of junk pawn shop bass learn how to play it and because everyone needs a bass player yeah i was like okay <laughs> So yeah, I got it and went home and within like two weeks gave myself tendonitis in my left wrist <laughs> trying to play it like a guitar player. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was bad. I had to just like stop playing for a good month. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what? What's the difference then? Like, why were you playing it that way and why did it not work? Well, like on a guitar, you can just beat it up like you can bend three strings at once like you yeah. can throw it all around but the bass fights back <laughs> like you're not going to be doing whole step bends sure like <laughs> like when i play bass i don't use my third finger as near as much as my pinky just because then there's that you don't have that big stretch yeah i guess you mm. could get a, a short scale <laughs> yeah but yeah that's just really the main thing yeah. trying to play your pentatonic licks on a bass <laughs> doesn't work Unless you're going all the way up and then Mm. it's like, what's the point of playing bass at that point? Yeah. Now you have a bad sounding guitar. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then what's, do you have like favorite bass players? (laughs) Um, off the top of my head, it would be this guy. His name is Sam Wilkes. Mm. And do you know the band Knower? Yes. Yeah. He plays a Knower. Yeah. And he also, he has his own album and plays with everyone else. Mm. He's primarily a session guy, but mm. every time I hear him, I'm, I, I don't, I tune most of the music out. Like I just pick out that bass and I'm like, nice. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Jazz is a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> where are you with jazz? Cause that's a, a layer of music that I think especially with guitar too that you can get to a certain point with like rock and then once you uncover jazz there's a whole other what's a seventh (laughs) but um what was the question where do i stand on jazz (laughs) i'm a fan like thumbs up (laughs) no uh I like the cons or I like all the concepts. I, I would never call myself a jazz guitarist because mm-hmm. then all the other jazz guitarists would beat me up and take my guitar. <laughs> no. But I really enjoy the harmony, like mm. all the chords. Yeah. Like that was one thing the guitar teacher I had at ACM, he just gave me this list of all these chords, like learn them. Yeah. Like, okay. And then, we, and then it was pretty much, okay, now how can you make this? here's this chord right here. How can you make it on the guitar? Yeah. And you have to build it like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to put the root here, mm-hmm. third here, flat seven here. <laughs> and then like, okay, wait, I don't want to put the fifth there. I'm just going to take that out and just. Yeah. You, you never need the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm a big fan of the chords. I do like the chromaticism a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll, that's one thing I'll steal from the jazz genre yeah. and mix that in with all my <laughs> pentatonic stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a stereotype with guitarists being uh, 
egomaniacs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where does that come from? <laughs> you know, man, I, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I, I, it's just a thing. Like sometimes I'll have a new student come in and they plug their guitar and they immediately turn the gain all the way up. Oh man. And, or like they'll come in and like, what do you want to work on? I want to know how to sweet pick. Like, yeah. how old are you? 15. Like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> Why is sweet picking like the thing? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think like who's, who's their, not originator, but the guy that made it popular. I don't know. Maybe it just looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, cause, cause your right hand's just like, you know, yeah. going. <laughs> no, I don't know. I never got fully yeah. behind the speed picking train. Mm-hmm. Like raking. Oh, I'm all about raking. What's that? <laughs> uh, it's a muted sweep before you hit a note. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or like, there's a whole bunch of terminology that like, oh yeah, language that. I probably don't know because I'm not a really guitarist. <laughs> Who is? <laughs> Fair enough. But um oh you're about to say something, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, feel free. I totally didn't have anything important to say. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to think of a different question. There was something that was going. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> How does one make a living doing music? And yeah, that's the question, but. <laughs> when you find out, let me know, man. <laughs> um, are you asking me personally? Or yeah, just I mean, anyone in general? You and what your guess is. <laughs> uh, for me, most of it is teaching. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. sideman work whenever I can get it. Yeah. Either on guitar or bass, but for me, almost entirely teaching, mm-hmm. which is good because I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is probably a question I should have asked earlier, but <laughs> what made you decide music is what I want to be doing? Like, I'm not going to be an accountant or whatever a real oh. job is. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to play guitar. Is what you're doing. Um, I'd always been like the guitar guy in high school, mm. like starting from like <laughs> sophomore year up, like I would take my guitar to school every day. Right. I had, I, we had a beginning guitar class in high school. I took it mm. eight times. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> it was an elective. <laughs> Fair enough. Funnily enough, I was only in high school for seven semesters. Okay. So I took it twice my senior year. <laughs> I had it first hour and eighth hour. And it was just the same class twice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. <laughs> but um what made me decide to want to be a musician? Well, even whenever I was in high school making like terrible demos in my basement, just sure. I never even really thought about it. Mm-hmm. I never considered it a job. I was always like, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and originally I had wanted to be a carpenter. Like that was mm. in my head because <laughs> I did wood shop all throughout high school and mm. really enjoyed that. But then like I, I was about to finish high school and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want this to be that thing where you're 50 and you look back and you're like, ah, I wonder if. Yeah. You're like, might as well <laughs> give it a shot. 
Yeah. Did your parents give you crap about it? No, not at all. <laughs> My parents were super awesome about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's one thing I was lucky about is they were always really encouraging with it. Mm-hmm. Whether I'm, I had a drum set in the basement, like, pretending to know how to <laughs> play it, just making a lot of noise, having right. cables strewn out everywhere all yeah. the time. They put up with it. Cranking the amp. And- mm-hmm. <laughs> um, broad philosophical questions because I like to torture my guests, apparently. Uh, <laughs> what makes music important to you, obviously? What but- makes it important? Melody. Hmm. <laughs> Melody and groove. Some Either one at a time or together. Hmm. <laughs> there are some songs where it's just groove. Hmm. Like... Like Neo Soul, like eight <laughs> minutes of just <laughs> like, like who doesn't love that? You yeah. can kind of just trance, like go into a trance and just listen mm. and just feel a groove. But there are some times where you just hear a melody and it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. Like you hear it, like all the hair on your arm stands up and you're like, <laughs> okay, what is that? Hmm. Do you have do you have melodies that you always come back to as like examples of the melody (laughs) Mm. so one i can think of right now because i bet you've heard of him you know jacob collier Mm kind of everyone's going crazy over all of his crazy music stuff Mm -hmm. he's got a song on his first album called in the real early morning Mm. and it's not all of his craziness like scales he makes up or whatever like sure. all this 50,000 tracks in logic <laughs> but it's just fairly simple and he uses a lot of silence like you can you can hear it just go dead quiet yeah and it's just real soft and it's just got a really beautiful melody mm. <laughs> that's the first one I can think of off the top of my head mm-hmm. um what is it about complexity that is so I mean we as musicians kind of dig really deep into the complexity. And I mean, we both watch Adam Neely videos. (laughs) What is it about that? That is so, I don't know, just pulses in. (laughs) Well, going back to my answer earlier, like it's, it's fun. (laughs) It's fun. It's kind of like that whole, I don't know, like manifest destiny. Like, all right, I'm here. What's next? Yeah. Like, okay, I get this. What what's next? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think that's what mostly what it comes back to is like it's fun. Enjoy yeah. it. I want to explore, find a new sound. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of new sounds, is rock dead? Um, I'm not the person to ask for that because hmm. I don't really listen to a ton of rock music. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, is guitar music dead? No. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because everything has sort of become very electronic mm-hmm. and kind of back to piano a lot. Yeah. Um, but the guitar has sort of faded into the background of the mix, really. Yeah. Um, what keeps guitar around? <laughs> um, that is a good question. What keeps it around? <laughs> mm versatility i'd say yeah because like (laughs) even a guitar with no effects lined up like Mm -hmm. you can get a lot of different sounds out of a guitar yeah but no i don't think it's dead because like even in pop music there's not really 
solos or anything like there wasn't sure, the yeah. 80s guitar music, but it's there. Like mm-hmm. there's riffs and mm-hmm. whether it's chunking out chords or if it's playing like little funky scratch thing or something in the background. Yeah. But no, I don't think the guitar is going anywhere. Yeah. I hope not anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Be out of a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, I still remember like being surprised some years back hearing a Lady Gaga song with a saxophone solo in it. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what freaking <laughs> year is it? <laughs> so, I mean, I guess anything can come back. Um, but we're talking a lot about genres and I feel like we're getting to the point to where genres are meaningless. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, how do we describe music without genres now (laughs) man i have i have no idea (laughs) because sometimes people that i don't talk to all the time or people i just haven't seen in a while like oh what kind of music do you like or yeah like like i don't know i usually just say pop music at this point (laughs) like a lot of the stuff i like is very pop influenced Mm -hmm. but Uh, i mean yeah it's jazzy it's electronic it's it's new yeah <laughs> it's like like what genre is nowhere like electronic jazz funk i don't know but even still like i would just go like here check this out yeah <laughs> or, um there go ahead i don't know i'm just trying to think of just different examples yeah and we're getting to a point now that genres don't do enough to explain what's going on in music. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, rap now, I, I remember recently, uh, a friend, uh, asking someone else is mumbling into a microphone with a beat <laughs> behind it. Still rap. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. I don't I don't have any clever answer or anything. So I'm just yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's that's a real answer though. Yeah. Cuz like, everything is yeah, always eh, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> um so what do you think is going to be the sort of pioneering thing in music of tomorrow? Are you talking about like pop and mainstream or just like new things in general? Either. Because <laughs> pop gets influenced by new weird things. But yeah. then the new weird things are also kind of, they have to go somewhere too. If there is a somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Because everything, I'm just trying to think of all the trends that are popular now. Like, mm trap beats and trap hi-hats sure which i'm a fan of the type dilla beats are everywhere <laughs> you can't escape those at this point which isn't a bad thing it's hype yeah <laughs> um i don't know i'm trying to think of pop songs that i really like i don't know songs that are past one five six four like yeah. things that <laughs> like that's one thing that drew me to like sia if yeah. you ever listen to Sia, yeah. like they're all in minor keys and they're mm-hmm. all, <laughs> she's got a sound like you hear. And you're like, oh yeah, that's Sia. 
Yeah. Um, what separates like rock guitar from pop guitar? Now, at least for me, it's focusing more like major pentatonic instead of minor pentatonic. Hmm. <laughs> if not just the actual major scale. Yeah. And just coming up with cute and clever ways to voice chords that <laughs> make them sound better, make, make them fit better in a mix. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, that kind of goes back to my previous question that like with pop music going so electronic is, is the band dead? Like the idea of having, you mean like the, a group? the rhythm section or whatever? <laughs> um, no, I don't think so either. Cause if you look at like the biggest, like even like rap art, like Bruno Mars and Kendrick Lamar are the sure. first two that pop into my head. Mm -hmm. They've got huge bands on stage. Yeah. And they're <laughs> great. Yeah. But <laughs> no, cause if there's a live or if there's a, if it's all electronic recorded, you can always turn it into like a live session. Yeah. Like there's always going to be bass and drums. Yeah. Whether you take the guitar out and put in a keyboard, like mm -hmm. I think there's always still going to be a band. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there such a thing as bad music? <laughs> um, <laughs> the teacher in me wants to be like, no, it's, <laughs> it's whatever you like is good. Sure. Stick with that. <laughs> but I think it depends per person. Like for yeah, me, yeah. there's some bad music, right? <laughs> there's some music I do not enjoy. Mm -hmm. But another thing I always tell all my students is it can be the worst garbage song ever, mm -hmm. but you can learn something from it. There's yeah. always something, whether it's, oh, whoever played on this session did this right, or this sure. engineering trick is cool, or mm -hmm. this composition thing. Yeah. Even if you hate the song, there should be something you can get out of it. Yeah. But yeah, there's some songs where it's just kind of like, kind of have to hold your nose and be like nah <laughs> <laughs> um then what makes good music if i knew that i would have hit songs <laughs> <laughs> well what makes you like music that you consider good um creativity is always one thing where it's just something that makes because if i have music on in the background and i hear something that makes me just stop and like okay rewind what was that mm -hmm. i've never heard that yeah um Again, like you can't go wrong with a good melody. Yeah. <laughs> like a good chord progression. Yeah. Um, good groove. Any Anything <laughs> that you like about a song, just turn that way up. Yeah. <laughs> Very American. <laughs> Take a thing and turn it all the way up. And ruin it for everyone else. Yes. <laughs> um. Going a little bit more broader philosophical, um, does music make the world a better place? I think so. Because any situation you have, you can make it better with music usually. Hmm. <laughs> like fine dining, <laughs> where they have like the wallpaper music or the violin player. Sure. Um Weddings, movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine watching, sitting through a three-hour movie with no score. <laughs> like, it'd be terrible. I mean, there are some movies that, that pull it off, but it's like a creative decision. That's fine. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I think music definitely makes the world a better place. Mm. Is music necessary? I, I find myself, you know, sort of arguing with myself being like, ah, I just make music. It's not important. Yeah. So I always <laughs> tell people like, ah, I just make sound. It's not a big deal. Right. Um, again, I'm going to default back to the, it depends answer. Mm. Cause for me, it's very necessary. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah. But <laughs> some people just don't really care about music. Like I've had some students come in where their parents just are just making them come in. Like you're going to take guitar lessons. Right. And it's like, well, what kind of music do you listen to? I'm like, oh, I don't really listen to music. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just blows my mind. Like I remember yeah. being five years old sitting in front of a stereo. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I don't listen to music. Mm-hmm. But then here, here's all of this. <laughs> I know. It's like, let me corrupt your mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, and kind of going back to the good, bad sort of thing is is there, you know, corrupted music? Like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, only if you get it from LimeWire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, corrupted. Are you meaning like back in the 70s, like Led Zeppelin, backmasked devil Well, music? yeah, just music that makes people bad people. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because... Mm. <laughs> I used to be really into metal music when I was like in high school and like when I first graduated mm-hmm. and I've gotten to metal shows, decent amount of them. And everyone there is usually pretty nice. Like, no, it's yeah. not like the stereotype that you'd expect, like mm-hmm. pushing you out of the way, pouring <laughs> beer on you and whatnot. Yeah. No, but, I, I think a lot of times in those scenes, like they're the nicest people. <laughs> yeah. Like one of my best friends, like his favorite artist is Marilyn Manson mm-hmm. and he's like the nicest dude ever. And he was like the poster child for corruptive music. Yeah. And, you know, the whole middle school, he took out two ribs to... <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even know where that came from. I don't know. It was middle school. <laughs> but everyone knows about it. Yes. It's not even it's not even true, I don't think. It's probably not true. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think people are either going to be good or bad on their own. Mm. Music doesn't play a huge role in that. Mm. It goes back to, like, did Doom cause Columbine? No. <laughs> like, it's a video game. Um. Well, that even broader philosophical stuff are humans inherently good or bad this is all your opinion <laughs> um, are you talking about like nature versus nurture or just yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh i think it's whatever you decide to be it's harder to be a good person because you have to kind of make a conscious effort like all right today i'm gonna <laughs> try and be nice to people i'm gonna mm-hmm. be generous kind all that stuff Mm-hmm. it's so much easier just to be a dick sometimes but yeah. <laughs> that's kind of a choice you have to make mm-hmm. um how do we reduce the division that keeps i guess permeate permeating our, our culture especially in america <laughs> uh, are you meaning division like left and right and all that stuff yeah but also just the selfishness too (laughs) Uh, that's a great question right (laughs) i don't know one thing that i always see like 
whenever I do check Facebook or whatever, sure. I make a habit of not checking comments anymore just because <laughs> it's a tire fire. Like it's terrible. Yeah, it's cesspool. <laughs> but one thing that I don't know if it's true or not, but I think would help is all of the negativity. No one can have a conversation, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> he he said this. Oh, he's gone. Like, yeah. Oh, he said this. You're a snowflake or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like talk it out. Yeah. You don't have to be anorexic or obese. Like you can be in the middle ground. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to be one way or the other. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's a problem of I know I'm right. I'm going to tell you why I'm right. And it's the same kind of thing. (laughs) Um, I have a few more questions or four more questions, actually. Four more. Um. What are you optimistic about, about our future? <laughs> uh, do you mean as a country or as individuals, human race? Like, more human race, sure. <laughs> I don't know. With all the, because following all the news and stuff, I don't really... Like, it doesn't lead off like, well, here's what you can be optimistic for. (laughs) Um, I don't know. And it's also okay if you're not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited (laughs) for my future. Like, I'm going to try and just be a better person, do what I want, and have fun. Yeah. (laughs) Be happy. Yeah. Which is actually my next question. What makes you happy? Um... I don't know if I can, that's a hard thing to put into words. <laughs> you can also just list things. People usually do. Oh. <laughs> um. Just, I don't want to use the word freedom, but that's, that's the American answer. No. Uh, like, <laughs> like right now I have a decent amount of free times, free time because I don't have to really do yeah. anything until the early afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I wake up in the morning and I have everything I need to do in the day done by noon. Yeah. Like (laughs) I enjoy having that free time. I enjoy being able to just go do whatever I need to do. Mm -hmm. Like, like my job makes me happy. Yeah. (laughs) Like I used to work a job where I worked a lot more hours and made Mm -hmm. a a lot more money, (laughs) but it sucked. Yeah. (laughs) And I had money, but I had no time to spend it because I had, one day off a week. Yeah. <laughs> and with my job, it's kind of the inverse of that now, but I'm just so much happier. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think time, like mm-hmm. having time to do things, having time to go get lunch with your friend before you have to go to work at two. Sure. Or having time to mm-hmm. get my laundry done. Cause I forgot to do it the night before. Like mm-hmm. just, I don't know, I guess not being rushed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of thinking out loud right now. What else makes me happy? Yeah. But these are all good things. Yeah. <laughs> just playing music. Yeah. That, that's always a source of happiness. Mm-hmm. Well, not always. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I suck so much? God damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like sometimes you try a new meal and it just is the best tasting thing you've ever had. And you're yeah. like, I've never even heard of this. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of things make me happy. I'd Good. like to think I'm 
a generally happy person. Yeah. <laughs> um, two more. What advice do you have for people in the broadest sense? <laughs> um, broadest sense. See, that makes it hard because I don't have a topic. <laughs> what would you advise people to make their lives better? <laughs> well, one thing I would just advise to everyone is just do what makes you happy. Like yeah. find something you like and try and do as much of that as possible. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. thought I had something else to say. No, that's good. Uh, and that is a common answer. No. <laughs> this might work good for this or work well for this <laughs> setting. Grammar is have good grammar. That's the advice. No, go ahead. <laughs> Get your grammar down. Um, one thing that I just, I keep going back to teaching cause that's most mm -hmm. of my day anyways, <laughs> is everything seems to work better if you ask a follow-up question. Like if you're trying to learn how to do anything, if someone gives you something, ask a follow-up question because mm -hmm. then you're just going to get more out of it. Yeah. And I've just started applying that to other things in my daily life. If someone's explaining something to me or they're telling me <laughs> about something, just ask a follow-up question. It doesn't even have to be deep. Yeah. So like, so why is that red? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'll learn a lot more that way. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, it's red because this, this, this. Also, this happened in the 40s. And you're like, oh, wait, tell me more about that. And then yeah. <laughs> I don't know. More knowledge rabbit holes. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, don't read comment sections under yeah, anything. That's pretty good advice uh, too. It's my best advice. <laughs> um, last one. Cake or pie? Pie. Dang, that was quick. <laughs> I mean, ice cream overall. Nice. But yeah, pie any day. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Adam, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah, thanks for having me. This has been fun. Um, where can we support you and your things? <laughs> if there are things that you want supported. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. That's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> Need guitar, bass, theory, music lessons. Hit yeah. me up. I can help you out with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you do that all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the last couple of years, and it's been great. Awesome. Um, once again, I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Adam Marquez. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. You can download or pay for or do whatever you want with my demo, Songs with Words. Uh, there will be more uh, music eventually as well. And... There's a concert in February, February 20th, uh, <laughs> and that is an, a free concert, and the electric uh, experimental music trio Power Cycle that I'm in will be playing some weird music about probably love and chocolate and soul and whatever else we decide to put on that concert. Where can, um, where can I see this concert at? It will be at the Jazz Lab at UCO, uh, seven thirty <laughs> usually. Yeah, and there's free pizza. Oh, that's nice. that's the best part. You don't all have to worry about all the music and stuff. There's free pizza. I'm excited to hear your new songs. I really liked your last album or EP or whatever you called yeah. it. Well, thank you. Um, 
and you can find this podcast on all of the usual places. Uh, if there's actually a usual place that you go to and you can't find it there, let me know so I can put it there. Uh, but this is on Apple Podcasts. It's on YouTube. It's on Stitcher and Google Play. And hopefully all of the other apps pull it off of those things to get it everywhere else. I was in my podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong. <laughs>